Hello everyone, I'm so grateful that you're here. The Brush is a lounge for women, a place where we share conversations about our brushes with love, life, and everything in between. I'm Monique Walker, welcome to The Brush. To the brush. My name is Monique Walker, and today our guest is Carnetta Jones. Hello, Carnetta. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us, Carnetta. This is truly an honor. Let me tell you a little bit about who we are talking to today. Carnetta has directed and produced and acted in films, screened in festivals worldwide from Los Angeles to Cannes. Before focusing on directing films, Carnetta directed numerous stage plays as the artistic director of Antelope Valley Christian Center and acting coach celebrities such as Snoop Dogg, Macy Gray, Megan Good, Tasha Smith, and others for various films and television projects. Carnetta caught the producing bug as a fledging producer on independent film projects. And she'll tell us so much more about that because actually it kind of runs in her family. And let me just tell you, um, Carnetta knows a lot about this industry. So please listen up. You're gonna get a lot of your questions answered about the industry right here in this conversation. What I love, Carnetta, about you most, and this is part two, guys, if you're just tuning in, episode one um, of Carnetta's conversation went into so much detail about what it takes to get into this industry and to make it. What I love about you, Carnetta, is you're talking to us from the producer perspective. You're talking to us from the director perspective. You're talking to us from the acting perspective. And you are talking to us as a person who makes films, but also directs plays. So I think that our conversation is giving our audience so much. And I just really, really appreciate you for sharing so much, um, so much knowledge tonight. Now, when we left off, you were kind of breaking down the whole process of what needs to happen. And you had just gotten, in, gotten into um, what a potential actor or actress or filmmaker needs in order to be able to uh, get their product in front of someone. And I think where you left off was you got to invest in yourself. So we can pick it up right there if you want to. And you were breaking it down real good, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, Monique. Yes, this is part two. Yes. Um, okay, so picking up from where we left off, I was just sharing the tools necessary for an actor to begin to um, really be considered in a serious way. Mm-hmm in this industry um, 
for for work as a, as an actor. Mm-hmm. And as an actor, you need tools, and these tools are. And I'm assuming that you're trained, and that you're um, in school, and that you are really working towards your craft. Yeah. So that assumption leads to okay. So now I'm ready. I'm I'm working. I'm preparing. Now I need to get some really great headshots. And mm-hmm. I was saying, not headshots from, you know, portraits from Sears or J.C. Penney's, but actual lifestyle uh, pictures mm-hmm. that you would be your calling card. And there's specific looks that you have to consider um, going to a photographer who specializes in headshots because they know exactly what casting directors are looking for, directors are looking for, producers are looking for. So Uh that picture is submitted to the casting director, it won't get tossed in the trash because it doesn't fit the criteria Uh of of what a headshot should look like. So really research, go through Google uh, and pull up headshots, you know, Hollywood headshots. Hollywood is the standard. Even New York has a whole different way about it. Atlanta has a whole different way about it. But Hollywood is considered the mecca, mm-hmm. the mecca of um, of actors and the entertainment industry. So I would always look to um, getting my information, um, looking for my templates and examples from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So, so you got to get your tools. And once you got some great headshots and you, you have experience, meaning that you've been, uh, you've been doing free plays, auditioning at different theaters, so you can do some stage plays, so you can get some, some background and experience so that you can begin to fill up your resume. Um, and, and hopefully you're doing some extra work so you can get some experience that will put you on your resume as experience in film, this is all happening all at the same time. And they have these wonderful casting online sites. One's called LA Casting. You should be on there because you can submit yourself if you have great headshots and a resume. It's called LA Casting. Mm-hmm. Um, another one's called Actors Access. Mm-hmm. And another one's called Frontiers, Casting mm-hmm. Frontiers. And those are all uh, casting, um, online casting, um, what is it? Site where people can submit their project. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's good to know. Okay. So you, you get on that because you have that. And then as you continue to um, invest in yourself and as you find yourself being in a community, you're making relationships mm-hmm. and you're establishing ways that you can synergize with other actors that might have resources to create together because that's real important. Mm-hmm. Every relationship that you begin to nurture and you build right now, they will all, such as yourself, grow into a producer, a director, a casting director. So Every relationship that you have, you really don't know how they're going to end up. You really don't. Because mm-hmm. like, I think it's a saying that says that the people that you see 
going up are the same people that you'll see going down sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you don't want to build any bridges, but you want to really build bridges, build relationships so that you can have a, a circle of people that you could call support and that you guys can work together, create, mm-hmm. help each other, audition, tape each other. So it's real important to create a community and a circle of people that are actors that you can support one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then you, you submit and the casting director will call you in. And then once you get a call in, you take it very seriously. That's when you memorize, prepare, get an acting coach, get ready mm-hmm. for the audition. Mm-hmm. You go into the audition and you'll be very, you know, very polite, but very on point when it comes to being prepared. Mm-hmm. Every audition is an opportunity to share what you interpret. And it's yeah. a collaborative effort. You're not trying to please nobody. All you want to do is go in there and show them what you worked on. Mm-hmm. So there's no hierarchy of, well, I really want her to please her. No, you want to please God at the end of the day. And you mm-hmm. want to please yourself because there's there's some kind of limitation when you put that kind of emphasis on why you're doing auditions and what you want. Mm-hmm. You that limits you, and it be, and it puts you in a place where you're very frightened because you put too much power in one person. Mm-hmm. And when you're not able to really be your authentic and transparent self, that comes through, doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, the, it, you'll feel be, it. Too. There has to be a lot of confidence. Am I right? A lot of confidence in knowing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Knowing that. You prepare, then let it work for you. Yes, yeah, and it'll come through. Mm-hmm. It'll it come really through. Does. Yeah, it really, it really does. I audition mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. and preparation is very important. Yes, it is. Confidence, prayer. I mean, my whole slogan is, "I pray my way to the top." <laughs> there you go. I get on my knees. I say, Jesus, Holy Spirit. <laughs> I want this part. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Give me favor. <laughs> do, do what I can't do for myself, Father God. You know? I'm well, really it's, it's, that. it's been working, my dear, because I have gone through your IMBD um, page uh and boy, to review your profile, the list of notable work is just endless. Uh, and you've been in the in the industry for a long time. We've talked about what actors and and how you can and actresses can do. But I want you to talk about your own career. So I see. I mean, of course, your education is is just phenomenal. We've talked about that a little bit. But some of the productions that you've been in yourself. Let's go through that list because if I had to. To list every one of them we'd be here for a little while so tell me about some of the um some of the films that you've been in and some of the uh notable products projects that you have produced yeah thank you so much um mm-hmm. i'm going to look here because i wrote it down and i didn't want to <laughs> well i've got some that i'll just rattle off i see for some of your film productions girls Girl Like Grace, which was a feature film producer on that. 
uh, Puzzled, which you were a feature direct feature film director on that. Under Shepherd, uh, feature film producer, KO High School documentary producer, uh, Fame in the Family, which was a docu series, and you were a producer on that. Uh, Love Guru. And then Any Given Sunday, directed by Oliver Stone, Eve's Bayou, uh, Waist Deep. And I mean, I just pulled a few. So come on, sister, tell me about this stuff that you okay, have taking over Hollywood. Oh, man. You know mm-hmm. what? It's, it's funny because I'm truly a, a servant of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I believed that when you pour into someone's career, God will bless you in a magnificent way that yeah. a lot of times it's, it's invaluable just just wanting to to help someone. And so that's my heart. I really do love serving. My my calling is to invest in and nurture um young artists, black Hollywood, mm-hmm. brown Asian Hollywood, whomever but yeah. I'm there to nurture and to impart and to encourage and to train. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. That's what I love doing. But this year, actually 2019, God said, no, I've, I've taken you from the wilderness and now I'm putting you into the forefront and I don't want you to hide anymore, but I'm going to begin to really elevate you. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, it's not like swapping places with anyone but it's like my turn to actually focus on my craft as an actor wow i i do that too but mm-hmm. i think that i've spent more hours working on other people other people yeah which yeah. You know, i'm paid for what i do and yeah you know i love it oh my mm-hmm. god i've been treated so well i travel mm-hmm. uh, pay good money yeah and, it's very re- rewarding, but mm-hmm. uh, my most notable, uh, one of my most notable is Eve's Bayou. And that's probably the first film that I worked on. And I had um, worked with Megan Good from beginning to end. That was her first feature film. Mm-hmm. The lead in, you know, it starred Samuel Jackson and um, gosh, a journey Smollett. Mm-hmm. And um, Lynn Whitfield, yeah, Paul, Casey Lemons, she also directed, which was just an amazing cast and wonderful mm-hmm. people. That mm-hmm. was most notable. Oh man, that that's a classic. And Megan did such an excellent job. And it's just interesting, interesting how this whole process came together. It, it was the nucleus was, you know, obviously a script that was written beautifully about mm-hmm. uh you from louisiana so it's about the bayou this family oh, yeah, yeah. secrets and this craziness and this superstition um but the the most interesting thing about this project was that the age they had considered in the length of the project how long it's been around this yeah project had been around for like maybe like eight years mm-hmm. when they approached megan when she was journey's age when she was like 10 or 11 yeah and they didn't get the money until she was 14 wow so they swapped it they gave her the older role they didn't give it to her. she had to audition for it but they they considered her for it 
and they mm-hmm. considered journey for the younger sister. So it's this whole life of the entertainment industry and, and especially the creative process of it. Yeah. Is, it's very interesting just uh, how long it takes to get a movie up, how long is it, it takes to get a your film movie funded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get funded. Now, I was just talking to someone about that. Um, you know, so excited. They sold their script. They had all the producers and directors in place. And that was a project that got sat on for 10 years. And yeah. then it got, you know, freed up again. Uh, a new group of producers, directors got it, you know, they bought into it and then it's been sitting and that's been about five years. So, you know, just because we see a movie come out doesn't mean they started working on it a year ago. And when you walk into a facility uh, or to uh, a director or a producer, it it absolutely does not mean that your project will fly uh, tomorrow. It's like a traffic jam in, in Los Angeles. There's film. <laughs> Every car represents something that's on the drawing board waiting to get to uh, theaters or waiting to get onto television. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, there's so much intellectual property. There's so many, so much content out there that mm-hmm. is definitely great but you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta have the relationships it's 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 political it's who you know it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of really positioning yourself mm-hmm. and, and that's why i encourage uh the young people that are into acting to really begin to to uh establish a strong relationship with people that are in the business because as they rise, you rise. I'll give you an example. Issa Rae. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All her crew from um, Awkward Black Girl, she brought them along with her. Uh, uh, the woman who plays her best friend, Molly. Yeah. Uh, she uh, uh, she was a good friend of her. They kind of met. Mm-hmm. They liked each other. And it's really establishing uh, relationships that you can call upon because there's a sense of loyalty and then there's a, a very strong sense of professionalism too. And it's just a good thing to do, man. I mean, we we have to be able to pull pull each other up. I noticed that uh, Tiffany Haddish, um, when she finally got you know some doors to open for her, um, yeah. she went back and did a whole Netflix series and she went back into, um, you know, uh, her her own uh, relationships with people who uh, had been um, comedians also, but just hadn't got that door uh, pushed open for them. And she went back and grabbed every one of them and made them a part of her series. I just thought that was just beautiful yes, uh, it for me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how you do it. You play it forward. Yeah. You yeah. pull them up. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I could go on with you all night and I'm sure people would be list, glued, uh, listening. Um, but I would love to know what the experience is like, uh, when a person comes and, uh, you coach with them, what's going to happen. I noticed on your, uh, the, the services that you provide, um, there's so much depth, 
to what you do as a, as a, a coach. So how do you, um, what can, if someone decides they want to work with you, what can they expect in, in the, uh, in the training? Well, they can expect that they're going to get their money's worth. <laughs> that I'm going to be there from the beginning to the end. I won't uh, abandon them in any way, shape, or form, meaning that I will, um, okay, say, say, for example, I will just put in the hours until you really get it, until you're confident, mm-hmm. until you feel like, okay, I got it, let's do this. And a lot of times, um, it can be a short amount of time. It can be a long uh, length of time. But I I know how to instill in the individual confidence. Yeah. It's it's because I don't try try to mold them into something that they're not. Right. We right. take what you have, and then we interpret the the information through what you who you are, mm-hmm. and we make it your own. Yeah. And, a lot is on my part. I have to break down the script. A lot of it is my homework. How do I bring it to them and mm-hmm. explain it to them? I, my method is, it, it's, it's very simple in that I understand from a writer's point of view, uh, who's a storyteller, that he's always going to write in the structure of a beginning, middle, and the end. Mm-hmm. Seeing has that structure a beginning, middle, and the end. For the actor, they need to know for each uh, part, what are they doing and how do they feel about what they're doing? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. In the show, for each part, you're going to have a feeling, you're going to have a doing. Are you either, and the overall thing is you just wanting them to, to take you seriously. And you just, yeah. that's the overall. And a lot that we see is right what we do as human beings. It's a reflection of humanity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the feelings that we're feel- feeling is what we feel every day, but we just have to now analyze it and put it out there. And then once you analyze it, then you make it natural. You make it conversational. You make it as if it was just something that you didn't plan. You just make it as if this was something just as spontaneous as our conversation right now. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to really coach someone, you have to get into the character yourself. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, for example, when I worked with Snoop Dogg on his stage play, um, The Redemption of a Dog, that was, and I coached everybody on that play, that was very, very fun, very grueling and challenging, mm-hmm. yet very rewarding. And, and when I worked with Snoop Dogg, uh, his his manager called me, and I've worked with his manager before with other other clients of his. Mm-hmm. And he he liked how I worked. I've worked with Sweetie too. I've I've coached Sweetie. Um, the rapper I've worked with P Diddy as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that working with most people is just giving them a feeling of comfort and a feeling of safe. This is a yeah. very safe environment because mm-hmm. I'm asking them to be vulnerable. I'm asking them to use all of yourself, use some of your experience in your past 
to help you understand this character, to bring this into your character. Yeah. I'm asking them to do, to cry in front of me. I'm, I'm pulling out things in them that will help them cry. It's a very intimate, a very sacred place. And I make it very much that way as sacred. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in your classes, I noticed that you have recommended reading um, for your uh, for for aspiring actors. Mm -hmm. um, tell me about these books. Uh, you know, there's quite a few of them there. And I'd like for I'm going to uh, read them off. There's Truth uh, by Susan Batston, uh, The Mystic in the Theater by Eleonora. Is that Deuce? Yeah. And um, uh, what is this uh, by Eva Lagalani? Is that what that is? And then Sanford Meisner on acting by Sanford Meisner. Yeah. Tell me why you selected these uh, particular books, and um, and what is it that you hope that um, aspiring actors can take from this material? I've never gone to uh, uh, you know a coach's. Uh, page or, or researched information on someone like yourself where you actually uh, offer something that they can do from home. These are things that they can do to help themselves even before they engage you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Truth um, by Susan Batson, I adore her. I've had the opportunity to work with her. She is known as the Oscar coach. She is African-American female out of New York, has her own school. She coaches Nicole Kidman. When Nicole Kidman is accepting her Oscars, she's mentioning Susan Batson. She's uh -huh. worked with Tom, Tom Cruise before the big split um, with Nicole Kidman. Uh -huh. um, she works with Julia Armand. I mean, her list goes on. She is known as the Oscar coach. Uh -huh. And her book, Truth, it's it's very pedestrian, like a lay person can read it and understand it. Wow. What, what's so clear about it is that she breaks down the different layers and perspective that an actor has to consider when they're creating a character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Oh. It has to come from a very truthful place, authentic place. Mm -hmm. And that's why I recommend her. She's amazing. I love her. I love her. She's great. She's a mm -hmm. wonderful person. And if anyone's in New York, go to Susan Batson's school, acting school, and take a few of her classes. She has mm -hmm. a lot of different um, students, and she has some amazing teachers there who yeah. know the system really well. Mm -hmm. um, what about some of the others? Um, Sanford Meisner on yes. acting, mm -hmm. another great teacher. He he was uh, during. Oh gosh, Sanford Meisner was probably in the forties, fifties. Came around maybe fifties. Mm -hmm. Came around, and he has a very pure and organic way of approaching the acting problem. Um, how does the actor relate to the material? How the material? How how is the material um, interpreted? And he gives you ideas of how to go about it. Mm -hmm. 
It's just another technique. There's so many different techniques, yet they all they all have their nuances, yet they all do have commonalities too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the mystic is just the spirituality of, of acting. Right. It's just the, the, the free fall of just trusting yourself and letting it go. Mm-hmm. Not holding on to it. It's it's a difference between being heartfelt and being in the head and and not allowing your heart to to engage with you, but it's all head. So that if it's all head, then you know no one's feeling it because it's all in the head. Yeah. No one's experiencing it because it becomes one-sided and it's not a message sent. Um Meisner, Sanford Meisner says, um, he equates the artist and how he approaches the work. Um, and he uses a metaphor. He uses a boat on the water. And the boat represents the sides, the script, the written word, right? Mm-hmm. And the water, which has currents, I'm not talking about the wind or a paddle, just a boat on yeah. a body of water that has current. The body of water represents your emotions, your feelings, mm-hmm. your love, hate, anger, sadness, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so forth. And in order for the boat to move, the words, the sides, the written word, it has to have current. It has to have the feelings to move it. Wow. To move. Mm-hmm. In order for it to have any kind of effect of it being sent out, you gotta have emotions in it. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the water, gotta have some current. Yeah. So I often use that analogy or metaphor because it really, really explains the responsibility of the actor. The actor must move the person they're talking to. It must send how they feel about something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about until you put your stank on it. Until you put your <laughs> on it. Yes. yes. You know, that's, that's a lot of pressure because, you know, a lot of times movies uh, and plays are based on books that have been written. And so when you are reading the book first and then you go to the theaters to see the movies, that's a lot of pressure for the writer that's writing now for a visual uh, story. Um, So, because we as readers, our imaginations are unlimited. You know what I'm saying? And so the power of what you just talked about and that character getting into, in, in each one of those roles, as an acting instructor, your job is to make sure that everything that we have ever imagined individually around the world uh, about that character has to come through that one individual. As you were just describing what you were describing, I was thinking about, wow, what it must take, um, all that it must take to get a, you know, get a script um, really, um massaged and 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 ready for for theaters um just from the fact that it's been a book especially if it was a a bestseller am i right yeah i i think that from an actor's point of view um 
the actor wants to read everything as much as they can because the more information the actor has, especially if it speaks in terms of adjectives, if mm -hmm. it speaks in terms of um, what the person's behavior is, yeah, um, what the person likes to do, you wanna, that's all informative information and mm -hmm. you, wanna, you wanna take it on. I know a great way to approach um, a, um, a character is creating a a lookbook, a book uh, that um, when you create your character, you want to create it from six different um, avenues. Mm -hmm. You want to consider all these things. You want to consider the sexuality of the person, the sensuality of the person, the um, physicality of the person, the uh, emotional life of the person. Mm -hmm. and the political, religious, spiritual side of the person. And you want to answer these questions through the character's eyes because you'll be informed. But I was like, not a lookbook. I'm sorry, you, you, you create a scrapbook. Yeah. You put a scrapbook like physicality, like what physical things that that is significant to the person. Maybe the physical thing that you might want to put inside there mm -hmm. as a picture is mm -hmm. physically this person loves to wear hats. That's yeah. something because it relates to the body, mm -hmm. the walk. It could be um, impediment or anything. You can put that all in there. And then on the sensuality side, the sensual side is what you perceive through your senses. What mm -hmm. smells, a scrapbook of the smells uh, of pictures that they like, you know, mm -hmm. things that you just want to be so one with this and you really have to make it three-dimensional. So you, you, you got to really fill out the backstory. Um, mm -hmm. And I was just saying, you can kind of explore it through those six different bodies. Um, and then it's you just imagination. It's like really sitting with it, sitting with it and thinking about like when, when I was preparing, I had an audition today, I was preparing for a part. Mm -hmm. and a lot of times what I do is I first go through the imagination gate of really getting a great idea of where the scene is and what's really going on in the scene. So mm -hmm. in the scene, if I'm in the scene where I my husband is running through the house, playing with the kids, and, I, and I'm just watching and I'm reacting to that, mm -hmm. I want to create who these people are to me. Yeah. Not kids running like, who are they to me? Mm -hmm. what do they look like what do they smell like and see that's where you experience through the body the, the six different bodies of interpretation you know? wow we as uh consumers on the you know on the audience size of side of things you know you as professionals you all do such an amazing job that you actually make it look so easy on this side. I see how someone with little to no experience can say, I can do that because that actor or that actress has really nailed that role. But as you're talking, um, you're, you're, you're showing me, you know, the depth of the capacity of, of what it takes to really, really, really uh, be great at what you are doing. Would you believe that we're down to about eight minutes again? <laughs>
Carnetta, I would like to get a commitment from you to come back because there's still more to talk about. I want to talk about, uh, I know, right? It just goes. I want to talk about now in your training and in your experience, you um, develop aspiring and seasoned actors, and that's actors of all ages. Um, what I love too is that uh, Carnetta is is really really uh, ex ex extraordinary at being able to transition comedians, singers, musicians, and sports figures to professional actors. A lot of times when you see these uh, you know musicians and uh, 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 people from other uh, uh, you know other careers coming into the acting uh, profession, then here's how they can, they're able to do it. They find someone like Carnetta and Snoop Dogg just jumps in and, oh my God, I've seen him uh, in that transition. And it's really, um, it's, it's amazing to see your work. So if you want to see something that uh, Carnetta has done, you can definitely check out some of the people that she's mentioned here. But then also it says that here that you um, um, help with um, natural technique um, and, and that goes back to the books that you, uh, that you mentioned. So there's a lot of capacity to the way that you prepare, uh, actors and actresses, um, for roles. Um, so, uh, do you do private, I know you do some private coaching, but you also have workshops as well. So talk to us in these last, uh, three or four minutes about what people will experience, um, how they, how they can experience some of your, uh, uh, some of the things that you offer there in uh, in the Los Angeles area through your own training. Great. Um, thank you for asking. I work at a school called Actors Play LA. Mm -hmm. And I have a class named Emotional Prep Class. And that class is all based on emotion. So when you come into my class, just know y'all going to be crying, screaming, laughing, dancing. Because we're really, we really focus on how circumstances affect our emotions. Mm -hmm. And then um, in terms of how do I work one-on-one, -on -one, yes, it's really on the individual basis. Like I really tap into your strength and mm -hmm. I work from that place mm -hmm. because all we really need to see is somebody who's real and authentic and truthful. Yeah. No one's going to be real, authentic, and truthful if I'm imposing on my feelings. I want to yeah. see you. Now, I could, I could work um, with certain exercises to bring that out so that a person can understand what it is they're asking you to feel, what it is they're asking you to relate to. Mm -hmm. I have ways of approach for that it, it becomes truly just um a moment of trust and playing it's all about storytelling it's all about imagination it's all about allowing the child in you to come out to not have any judgment to mm -hmm. not be uh, editing anything to not be yeah. trying to control it but really being in the moment and allowing all your feelings to interpret the material because they really want to know how you feel about something they don't care intellectualizing it right i mean right. that's talking head but they want to see how you're being affected and that's what's good acting is about you mm -hmm. ask the person what you like what do you like about merle streep what do you like about denzel washington what do you like about angela Bassett? it's because you feel them 
Yeah. What's going on inside of them. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. <sighs> my, 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 my. Okay. Well, uh, I'm learning so much about the industry. Um, and I thought I knew a, a little bit, but I, I, I guess I do not. We've got just a few minutes more, Arnetta, and I'm definitely going to have to have you back. And maybe we can do specific topics or where we can ask the audience questions uh, via social media and you can come back and take some of that stuff on because, you know, there's some amazing talent out here that still has not been discovered. And it would just be amazing, you know, to see you be able to work with some of these young folks you know, because they, they, they just need that, that, that confidence. They need to understand the things that you've talked about in our, in our conversation today. Why don't you tell people how they can find out more about getting in touch with you to get work, you know, to get, to get an opportunity to work with you um, or, or what resources you may have that they can take advantage of even from where they are. I know we've talked about the books, but just give them in, in, in one minute, you know, where they can, how they can reach out. Yeah. So um, you can reach me at carnettajones.com, which is my website. And on that website, there's my contact information. Mm-hmm. You can also um, go to actorsplayla.com to register for my classes. There are we call that school the HBCU of acting classes because we have a strong body of African-American instructors and a very dedicated student body. Wow. And it's community and there's no competition, but we do encourage and support one another, one another to be their best self. Mm-hmm. So we do hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great school. I love it. I'm so glad that I'm teaching there. Great. The woman who runs it, her name is Brittany um, Holmes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think her name is Brittany Holmes. Don't quote me on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh, wow. This has been just um, amazing. I, I love being able to bring this kind of conversation um, to our audience. Yes, I could have talked about all no, of, all the power that's in California. I could have talked, there's so much we could have talked about, but I really wanted to break this down so that people who have no idea how this thing worked or thought they knew how it worked can get some real answers from some people who are really out there making it happen. And I'm so grateful to have you on the brush, Carnetta. I'm definitely going to have to have you back. Thank you so much for agreeing to this. We've been scheduling or trying to schedule. She's very, very busy, you guys. She's very, very passionate about what she does, but so thoughtful and so caring to be willing to stay up late to be a part of what we're doing here in the lounge. I'm going to put information about uh, what we talked about in both of our conversations on the website so that you can hear all of it and take notes so that you can take advantage of what we talked about. Thank you so much for joining us, Carnetta. You're so welcome. Thank you. The Brush is a lounge for women, a place where we share conversations about our brushes with love, life, and everything in between. I'm keep up with the brush on Instagram and Facebook at the brush lounge. Also check out the brush lounge community at www.thebrushlounge.com. Mm-hmm.